that with the last few days before the month of Ramadan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to prepare for the month of Ramadan. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this our best Ramadan. And may Allah grant us many more Ramadans after this. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. You know, a father came to me one time and asked me that my, fun, my son is going on a trip. And what advice should I give him? And it got me thinking that, you know, many parents, they have the same thing in their mind. Sometimes their father, I mean, sometimes their son is going away. Sometimes their daughter is going away. Sometimes they have to go to school. They're traveling across the, uh, across the, uh, the state, sometimes across the nation. And the question that may come to all of us is that before I see my son or my daughter departing, what advice would I give them as a father? What advice I would give them as a mother? And subhanAllah, it got me thinking, and I, and I, you know, I beautifully came to the hadith of the Prophet And this is why Rasulullah was such an amazing figure that he taught us every single thing. And the Prophet gave us this advice that he gave to Mu'adh ibn al-Jabal when he was about to send him to Yemen. First of all is that this meeting between the Prophet and Mu'adh was a very touchy one. It was a very emotional one. Because the Prophet is not only telling Mu'adh that you're going to Yemen, I'm sending you to Yemen, but also this might be our last meeting too. That, oh Mu'adh, when you come back next time, I may not be here. And you got to think about the emotional state. Think about a father telling his own son. A father or a mother telling their own son or daughter that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants, we will be alive. Otherwise, inshallah, we'll meet in the hereafter. But the question is, that what advice would you give to your son or your daughter when they are departing? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he gave first of all many advices to Mu'adh radiallahu an. And amongst those advices, he said, for example, that you are going to a group of people that they are not aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how many times we have a very conservative family within ourselves? Like our children are growing up within a very strong Islamic valued family. And a lot of times we don't realize that when our kids go to a non-Islamic environment, when our kids are going to an environment where there is no Allah, there is no Rasulullah wasallam, many times they actually go through a religious shock. They go through a, a great sh- shock that I'm here at home and we follow so much Islam and now I'm in an environment where there is no Islam. Subhanallah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught Mu'adh that what do you do in that kind of situation? That you call people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be lenient. This is where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught Mu'adh that yassiru wa la tu'assiru. Make things easy for people, do not make things difficult for other people. Bashiru wala tunafiru. That give more glad tidings and do not give so many warnings. So this is something that for our own kids, especially when, when our kids have grown up in a very strong Islamic family, when they go to these kind of environments, then always teach them that when you go there, you might see other Muslims, for example, they're not practicing their deen. You might see, you know, things going on on your university campus that are completely of course against Islam but how do you conduct yourself so there are three advices that I can share that what we have learned from Rasulullah the very first thing he said to Mu'adh he says what a beautiful advice given by Rasulullah he's telling Mu'adh that wherever you go wherever you will be 
be God conscious. Be aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. And let's think about that for a moment. You know, if I'm sitting over here in Plano, Murphy area, and when you go to Walmart, you see the entire epic over there too, you know? Like every Ramadan, before iftar or after fajr, you see the entire epic over there. That's how it is, right? So you go there, you see so many people there. When you are surrounded by your own community members, you tend to walk a very straight, fine line, right? But imagine going to a community when no one knows you. Imagine going to a place when no one has any idea who you are, and then you feel like that, well, since no one knows me, then let me do whatever I want to do. This is why Rasulullah Sallallahu is give, he's giving this beautiful advice. Ya Mu'adh, ittaqillah haythu ma kunt. We teach our own children that remember that your parents may not be there. Your community members may not be there. The people in the community who know you, who can tell you out from a distance, they're not around you. But remember, wherever you go, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. That's the advice we have to give to our children when, we, when they are leaving for any reason. Even if they're going to school that day. Not even for, forget about going for three, four, five, six months. Even if they're going to school for that day. What a beautiful advice we can give to our children. The second advice he gives is, We all have weaknesses. We all commit sins. Imagine there was a slip up. But whenever you commit a sin, follow it up with a good deed. There are so many things we can do to overcome a bad or a, a sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, hasanat sayyat. That the hasanat, they wipe away the good. And what a beautiful mercy it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we find in the hadith Qudsi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions that when a person, he t intends to do one good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gives them a reward. And if they follow it up with action, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies it by so many folds. And if a person intends to do wrong, intends to do wrong, and they stay away from it, on that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gives them a, a good deed. But if they follow it up with a sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only gives them one sin. How merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So that is why we always teach our children that even yes, you might slip up. It's fine, we're human beings. Yes, you stay away from it. But as soon as you commit a sin, follow it up with a good deed. If they have nothing around them, the least that a person can say is subhanallah, alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. As we find, we, as we find the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that kalimatani habibatani ila rahman, thaqilatani fil mizan, khafifatani ala lisan. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah alazim. Two beautiful words. This is the last hadith, by the way, in Sahih al-Bukhari. The very last hadith where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says that there are two words that are very beloved to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, very heavy in the scales and very light on the tongue, meaning that it is very easy to pronounce. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. Teach this to our children. If you commit a sin, follow it up with something that is good. And finally, the third advice given by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to Mu'adh is, وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ 
that wherever you go, treat people and show the akhlaq and the adab of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Always, always come forward and show people that what was the character like of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah says in the Quran, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا The best example, the most exemplary example is found in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And today many of us, we apply the akhlaq when it's to our own interest and we leave out the akhlaq when it's for our own selves but we always teach our children that wherever you go you always adopt and apply the seerah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam adopt the character of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and wallahi you know subhanallah i was just thinking about this on you know when i went for umrah you know the nature of the prophet sallallahu was such that whatever nature he had it was contagious Everyone was adopting it. Imagine a person goes with the akhlaq of the Prophet ﷺ and people see this. Of course they will come to the fold of Islam. Of course they're, they're going to start asking questions that what, what kind of religion do you follow? You know how many people come to my office and they're inquiring about Islam and the first thing when I ask them that what made you come to this point that you want to learn about Islam and wallahi they will always say it's not about they heard something it's always about I work with a colleague I saw them acting differently compared to everyone else and then I asked them what religion do you follow and that is when they said they follow Islam hence I want to learn about Islam akhlaq is that powerful is that contagious that whenever anyone sees it people come they gravitate towards it and subhanallah I was saying that even when a person they follow and they exhibit the akhlaq of the Prophet if not now then other people will eventually learn from it you know subhanallah we all know that when you go to Medina you know when I was in Medina right now someone's asking me I share something and it got me thinking that when you go to Medina you meet people from around the world there are people in Medina I saw who live in Dallas that I never get a chance to, to meet with them but you meet them in Medina there are people who I have never seen for 19 years you see them in Medina you don't you don't see them in Mecca again but you see them in Medina and you wonder you know it got me thinking that why is it that people meet up so much in Medina although Medina is big there's so many thousands of people there yet you'll meet those people those same people and then when you say, let's go, we'll, we'll visit up in Mecca, you don't see them in Mecca again. Why? Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was a man who brought people together. The Prophet was a man who brought hearts together. The Prophet was a man who brought tribes together, who brought brothers together, who brought people together. And hence, till today, his city and his beautiful masjid brings people together. That's how it is till today. Because the akhlaq of the Prophet ﷺ was that contagious that in 2022, yet his masjid is still bringing people together. SubhanAllah. Think about that for a moment. So when we adopt the akhlaq of the Prophet ﷺ, it has a long-lasting effect. So once again, whenever our kids are about to leave the home, even if they're going to school that day, they're, going, they're about to go on a long journey, a one-week journey. They're about to go four, five, six months. Anytime our kids are going, we always ask ourselves, oh, what kind of advice can I give them? Give the advice of Rasulullah ﷺ to Mu'adh ibn al-Jabal. Number one, ittaqillah haythu ma kunt. 
Wherever you go, be aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Number two is, whenever you commit a sin, follow it up with something that is good. And number three is, always apply the akhlaq of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us these things. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to do everything that is good and give us ability to stay away from everything that is wrong. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Inna alladhina yu'thuna allaha wa rasoolahu la'anahumu allahu fid dunya wal akhirati wa a'adda lahum a'adaban muhina والذين يؤذون المؤمنين والمؤمنات بغير ما اكتسبوا فقد احتملوا بهتانا وإثما مبينا